Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. All right, Lineup Lock Live, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Talk a little DFS uh, right now. Some live movement in the NFL. This uh, Carolina Panther Pittsburgh Steelers game keeps on bouncing around from three and a half to four uh, right now. But uh, it's time to talk a little DFS, and so we'll get back to the best bets of the night. Another uh, lineup that I put together live on the show last night doubled our money uh, in the NBA. So um, you know, I used to like spend hours a day putting these lineups together in the afternoon, and I never win. And uh, now it just seems like on a nightly basis I put a lineup together on the show and we do win. It's like uh, it's like the pressure right. of doing this live cam is making us perform better. Exactly. And another thing, Lou said it. It's kind of like he says, you never heard of a young old wise owl. You know what I mean? you got to be an old wise owl. And we've been at this game for a while now. So with the optimizer and the things that you've learned, you're taking the tricks. You know, and hey, and that's a good way to do it. When you want to build the bankroll, doing the double up contests, I think, are the best way to go for our audience out there. I do the same thing in golf and hockey. I had Ryan O'Reilly with a hat trick last night because you can play somebody. The contests are a little bit different. You need that score to win that money, but you can go up against somebody and beat them. So I think that's a great way to build your bankroll, Marenzi, and let's keep the train rolling. I'm also working on some stuff. It's Wednesday, so it's golf day. Uh, we had lots of good winners with top tens, but I want to hit the big one, get a big, big score, maybe a winner on the PGA Tour this week. They're in Mexico, and on the European Tour, they're in South Africa. I'm working on both lineups right now as we speak. So you've got multiple golf lineups for us. What is it, the Ned Bank? Ned Bank, Ned Bank. Yeah, you got the Ned Bank Ned in South Flanders. Africa. Yep. Yeah, yeah, diddly diddly, oh diddly, Ned Bank Challenge in South Africa, diddly. Yeah, it's the yeah it's the, the Ned Bank, the Ned, the Ned Bank uh, Challenge. <laughs> yeah, you win, you win Homer Simpson, you win your you win your uh, lawnmower back from Ned if you so, win the tournament. <laughs> looking at tonight's uh, NBA card uh, from a DFS perspective, the the track meet sort of stack games that people are going to be looking at here. Well, it actually depends uh, what they're going to be looking at, but. Um, you know, you have the Lakers and the T-Wolves, the late-night game, 239 points. A lot of people are going to be involved in that one. Raptors and Kings, extremely high at 232 uh, and a half. Uh, we got the Bulls and the Pelicans at 228 and a half. Uh, Knicks and Hawks at 225. So once again, there's going to be a lot of stack options and a lot of options tonight for NBA DFS players. Yeah, and uh, looking at the optimizer, Gabe, it's one of those things that you talk about paying up for one person, and when you look at Anthony Davis, his numbers and his projections are so much higher than everybody else. Like you're talking almost 11 points higher. 
You have Anthony Davis at a projected almost 62 points, 61.81. And then second to him is Paul George at 51.11. So I know Anthony Davis is $10,300, I think he is. Is that what he is? No, 11500 Wow. But uh, he's a guy you probably have to put in the lineup because he's significantly projected higher uh, totals than everybody else. Yeah, he is. Uh, but it's interesting, the, uh, the optimizer's not in love with him tonight. And, we, you know, this happened the other night. We went with, uh, I think it was Westbrook. We spent the big money. I think he only had like 37, 37 DFS points. So you got to be careful. Now, one player that the optimizer likes the most uh, this evening um, is Derek Rose. Derek Rose is, is sort of that must-guy play here tonight. Uh, according to the optimizer, and I, I don't fight the computer, Cam. No, don't fight the computer. He he's a very very sharp sharp uh, computer. Yeah, Derek Rose, and uh, you always get a better price for him too in comparison to other guys. So yeah, I could I could buy into that. Yeah, Derek Rose, uh, fifty six hundred dollars here this evening. Every Rose has a thorn. Has a thorn. So uh, yeah, fifty uh, fifty six hundred for Rose. We should be able to get the value. The computer uh, likes him a lot. Cam mentioned. Uh, Anthony Davis, $11,500. Yeah, you know, it's pricey. He, Joel Embiid, second choice at 11-4. Yeah. But the thing is, when, you, when you're breaking down all players, Embiid is in the optimizer. They have him in the four-hole, right, to get 47.76. LeBron, 50.72. Paul George, 51. And Anthony Davis, 61.59. So... Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but Paul, uh, I think Paul, we, I, Paul George is the value pick here. Is he's ninety one hundred dollars, yeah. and we should Correct. note um, Russell Westbrook is out tonight. So uh, no, no Russell Westbrook uh, this evening. And uh, I'll be, uh, yeah, I'm going to be laying three points in the first half, anyways, just because I think Cleveland's that bad. Um, with with I think Paul George can step up and get this done. But uh, yeah, with no no Russell Westbrook, obviously it affects the line a little bit, and that's why the line is six right now, not a little bit higher. Yeah, no, I, I like that play, too. You're going to get him at $9,100. He's going to get maximum value. He averages 44.5 even when Westbrook is in the lineup for these guys. So, Paul George at 9100 it looks expensive, but I think you're, you're going to get some value there, Marenzi. I, I like that, building it with him and Rose to start, uh, a good way to start your team. Well, you know what? We haven't, um, we haven't gone back to the well with Rose since last week, actually, when he went off. And he actually, he actually slaughtered last week when he scored the 50 points. So uh, I think Rose, Rose is a must-play here this evening in this game against uh, the Lakers. Lakers are giving up 120 points a game, Cam. All right, uh, Lakers just don't play no defense. defense. Um, uh, you know, another, let's see, who else can we look for here? Who's, uh, who's another player that stands out a lot? Um, uh, obviously, with Russell Westbrook uh, being out tonight, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder uh, now becomes a play. So I'm liking this lineup already, Cam. It's feeling like a winner. <laughs> I'm getting Schroeder at 6,900. I'm getting Rose at 56. Uh, Paul George becomes a must play. And it's gonna, we still have some money to spend uh, as we go through. Uh, Correct. As, as we go through here. Now, as we state, like, you know, you look at the value. The optimizer is a nice tool. But you can't just blindly play the optimizer lineup. You got to tweak it a little bit, customize it a little bit. Uh, you know, basically find, find, um, find, a, find a player or a team that you think is going to be playing more. But this is all baked into the cake here. One of the reasons why Paul George is owned in 100% of the lineups is due to the fact that Westbrook is out tonight. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. And the, and and at that price, usually if that was going to happen, you would expect him to be probably around what? The 10,000 and change mark, you're getting him at $9100. Still expensive, but when you really break it down with his projections and the injury, he should he should get to those numbers, Gabe. So it's one of those things that hey, you know what? Yeah, look at that. If you got Rose, Schroeder, George so far, you know what I mean? You still have some money to play around with. And right now, like I told you, I like Memphis, so at the power forward position, I'm looking for somebody. I got I got Jackson Jr. of Memphis. He's $4,900. I think he's in a really good spot coming off a 34.5 DK point game at Golden State in that game. So, you know, you, you, get some, you can get some cheaper guys and build your lineup uh, with what you feel like. Just get the core, and the rest of the ingredients will come. Well, I've got a hell of a lineup here so far. I've got uh, Derek Rose, Dennis Schroeder, Paul George, David Bertans. He's the cheap uh, putt pick at $3,200. Steven Adams should put some nice numbers up uh, here this evening against uh, the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers. And I still have $6,266 left uh, to spend. Uh, you know, I, I find my lineup's missing a little bit of star power, though, here. A little bit of st- a little, missing a little star power. So i gotta, I got to find... I want to find somebody that can give me a big bang for my buck here um, at an affordable price. So let's go into the utility. Let's go into the uh, utility optimizer, or at least the the rankings uh, for the day. And, you know, we've done a great job this week, and we've pretty much been doubling our money on a daily basis on DraftKings this week by (laughs) finding a comparable value. You know, finding a comparable value. So as you talk about... Like, a good example is right out of the gate here, Kev. Anthony Davis is $11,500. He's projected to put up 58.91 fantasy points tonight, all right? Paul George is $9,100. He's $2,400 cheaper. He's projected to put up 53.66. So for $2,400 less, you are scoring five less points. You're telling me I can't find five more points with that extra twenty four dollars, that twenty four twenty four, that extra twenty four hundred that I have. See, and that's and that's yes, how you do that's this. That's thing. smart, like yes. sort of money management. Yep. Yet I'm not, and I have Paul George in a lineup. Yet I'm looking for somebody else. So LeBron James is eleven thousand. He's supposed to put up fifty two. I don't want to spend eleven thousand. I don't want to spend eleven four on Embiid. Why would I spend eleven four on Embiid when Kawhi Leonard's projected to put up forty eight? For nine four, two thousand dollars less. Except, why would I spend nine four on Kawhi when Andre Drummond is going to put up forty eight for nine k? You see where we're going with this? Always looking for that value and a, val- a couple of value guys tonight. Andre Drummond is a stud that I don't think is owned by the public enough, and uh, Zach Levine's another guy that puts up great fantasy numbers at good value. Cam, absolutely true, Marenzi. And another thing is you talk talk about it. And what is the problem? And, and and we're learning this over time now, and it's been great with the optimizer. You brought up the point. With with $2,400, at the end, it's hard to find those guys because you're going to need, if you have the studs in your lineup, you know it's the $3,500 players, $4,200 players, stuff like that. That is key because the difference between getting a guy at like $4,200 or $4,500 than like, you know, the minimum at $3,000, that, that, 
That's the difference in points. That's a hell of a lot more. You know what I'm saying, Marenzi? Like $1,500, you go from like a scrub guy to a guy that actually might perform. And by saving that money, you can put some, you, you got to put lower priced guys in your lineup, but you don't have to go to the bottom of the barrel. You can find some guys that actually can get you 20 plus DK points and do it. That's why it's essential to save thousands of dollars when you're looking at the expensive positions. You can build your lineup. You're going to need cheaper guys and you're going to need that extra scratch. You know, he's been a nice player and you and I talked about him and He's made us uh, look smart. And people have even been uh, saying, hey, Marenzi, great call with Sergi Baca this year. But Sergi Baca. He's in my lineup. Sergi Baca's in a nice spot again tonight. He's affordable, and he's producing. What is he, $5,300? We were just talking about finding value. Sergi Baca, $5,300 is value. The guy's shooting well. He's rebounding. He's getting blocks. He's doing it all, and he's getting playing time because he's playing well, and he's working hard. Sergi Baca, good, good pick tonight. Definitely. Serge Ibaka is a steal. He's $5,300, and he's a totally different player than he was. Marcy, like, look at the numbers. 55 DK points, 36 and a half. Like, those are numbers that you pay for guys $9,000 plus. Serge Ibaka's $5,300. He's averaging 32.4. You said it, 18 points a game, over seven and a half boards, assist, everything, blocks, 1.3. Everything he's doing, man. Even in a low-minute game, he played Utah, he played 14 minutes, he still got you 24 DK points. Take a look when he plays a lot. 29 minutes, 55, 23, 36 and a half. Like, he's doing major, major things for the Raptors this year. I love Serge Ibaka. You said it, man. The guy's angry this year, and he's playing like it. A steal at 5,300. Uh, he, he really is. Uh, which leaves us uh, $5,000 for a utility player. Um, we could go with uh, Tristan Thompson, who actually has put up some pretty big numbers as of late. You know, 47 DK points in his last game for $5,000, Cam. That's 10 times your value, basically, nearly. Yeah, it, it's amazing. I got and another few times. He put up 40, you know, a couple of games ago as well. Tristan Thompson has been putting up numbers. We'll give it to him there. Who, who are you going to mention? Oh, I'm going to tell you, it's a game that you like too, But uh, and I really think if you need $4,500, take a look at Todd Gibson. He's playing for Minnesota tonight against the Lakers, a game that you like at plus six. Also, take a look, averaging close to 25 DK points. He's $4,500. His last game, 33.75, 15 points, nine rebounds. Before that, 26, not even bad. Eight points, eight rebounds. Like, he's doing a lot of good things. 17 boards in his last two games. He's getting the minutes. $4,500 for a guy of that production? Sign me up. All right, so our lineup is, and the lineup of, you know, basically pretty pretty nice situationally set up here as Derek Rose, you know, we know about Derek Rose putting up in big numbers last week. Jeff Teague is out tonight, so Derek Rose gets playing time tonight. Derek Rose is the must play. Number two, our shooting guard, Russell Westbrook, is out tonight. Dennis Schroeder's uh, volume and, uh, you know, shots go way up. Um, he's he's in our lineup. Paul George. Paul George becomes the go-to guy along with Schroeder. You know, you can get assists and shots uh, correlated between the two of these guys. Uh, Bertans is going to be our um, sort of our punt play here at uh, $3,200. Uh, Steven Adams, nice value pick at $6,400 once again. Um, Westbrook sucks a lot of oxygen and fantasy points out of the room. And, you know, over the long term, over the long term, they're not, um, you know, they're in trouble to Westbrook, but they can get through one night with him here tonight. I'm a little OKC stacked, but the problem is they're providing the value here. Zach Levine, kind of crazy that he's going to be one of my big ticket items here at $8,500, but 
Computers love them. Um, this is going to be a track meet, high-scoring game. We talked about it. It's 200, uh, 200 and uh, uh, what's the total? 228 against against the Pelicans. Yep. Uh, against the New York Knicks, he dropped 60 uh, DK points. So we know there's that upside. Against Houston, 33. Uh, against Indianapolis, 38. Against Denver, 48. He's going to give us our value, and there is the potential upside for him to go off. And the game's a complete track meet here tonight. Sergi Baca, we talked about him Bless playing you. with a chip on his shoulder all year long and putting up some nice numbers. If you look at Ibaka's numbers here, you know, he's, he's flashed that 55, but 24, you know, 55, 28, 36, 45, 24, 24. He's going to give you your times five, but he's getting these nights where he's throwing up six and seven and eight times his value. And then Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson, another player that's a a ton of upside, and quite frankly, the Cavaliers just don't really have a lot of players on the floor. So Tristan Thompson gets a lot of minutes, and we'll get an opportunity to put some numbers up. So we got Derrick Rose, Dennis Schroeder, Paul George, David Bertans, Stephen Adams, Zach Levine, Sergi Baca, and Tristan Thompson. Zero dollars change. Zero your change. Game time decisions. Lineup block live. You can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Derek Rose, Dennis Schroeder, Paul George, David Bertans, Stephen Adams, Zach Levine, Sergi Baca, and Tristan Thompson. Our NBA lineup. So Cam's got a couple of golf lineups, I think. An NBA lineup. What about hockey? You got hockey tonight, too? Got it all, Marenzi. Got it all. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those uh, DFS nights tonight. Are so any of the where do you want me to start? Are any of the lineups any good, or you just have a bunch of lineups? <laughs> no, they're going to be good, buddy. You know you know me as four. Yeah, we did pretty good with the golf. I, I hope to continue it. Uh, it's going to be uh, interesting. The PGA Tour moves to Mexico this week for the Mayacoba, and uh, it's the usual suspects that are there, Gabe. You know, once again, we take a look at the prices, and who's the most expensive? He actually played well last week. I'll give little Ricky some credit. He finished pretty good last week in a T- T4. He's in good form, fourth and sixth, but at $11,500, just can't do it. Got to go in a different direction. I can't build a proper team around it, so I found some guys more in the mid-range, and we got lots of guys that are hot right now. All right, who do you got? 
Well, we're going to start things off, Maranci, with my team right now. We're going to go with, yeah, who do you got? I'll tell you who I got. Emiliano Grillo is my captain of the team, $9,700. The Argentinian, hey, five for five in cuts in the new season as well. He also averages 85.3 DK points per tournament. That's really high. At the CMB, uh, CIMB Classic, he finished second and 130 fantasy points, which is insane, 26 birdies. And the thing is, too, very little uh, in double bogeys, which will really, really hurt a guy. So Emiliano Grillo, he's an Argentinian. And also, Gabe, I like horses for courses. He's finished top 10 in the tournament, loves the course here in Mexico, and he's $9,700. We could save some money. I don't have to pay over $11,000 for the studs. Now we're going to go with our second player, Joaquin Neiman, one of the great young players on the PGA Tour. We got kind of a theme here, South American players too. Joaquin Neiman is from Chile, and he's very, very good. Top 10 last week at the Shriners Hospital for Children Open, where he racked up 118 DK points, 15 birdies, four eagles. Man, that's good stuff. Perfect in cuts made, 77.7 points per tournament. Watch out for this guy. I like both of these guys, Griot and Neiman, from betting and DFS purposes. Now we're going to go with the hottest player in North America, a man that almost won me thousands of dollars last week, and I'm going back to him. His price has gone up. Sam Ryder's on the store. Watch out for Sam Ryder, people. If you're a golf fan, you're going to like this kid. He's showing up every single week, and he's getting confidence. He's not afraid to play with the big boys in these tournaments. Take a look at this. Recent results, fourth at the Safeway Open, third last week where he was leading. If not for Bryson DeChambeau's holdout for Eagle, Ryder could have won this tournament. He had 123.5 DraftKings points in the last tournament, 104 at the Safeway Open, averaging 102.7. That's better than anybody. He's $8,700. We're going to ride the hot hand. Perfect cuts, Sam Ryder. Next, we're going to go with my namesake. We already won once with Cam Champ. Now we're going to go with Cam Davis, the Australian Doing pretty good. 17th at the Safeway Open, 28th at the Shriners. He's doing well in the new season, coming off a 96.5 DK point performance in the last tournament game. So he's a hot player and a very good salary at $7,400. So I like where that's heading. And finally, with $7,000 left, I scrouled the bargain bin and I found an old friend, Robert Streb's Pickles. Watch out for the pickles. Robert Robert Streb, I'm more of a Bix man, but I'm going with Streb's Pickles this week. Watch out for this guy. He used to be great on the PGA Tour. He lost his game for a little bit, and that's what happens in golf. It's hard. It's a confidence thing, right, Marenzi? Sometimes you lose it, and it takes a while. So he went back, found his game again, and finished fourth last week at the Shriners Hospital and 26 at Sanderson Farms. So he had 116.5 DK points in his last tournament, averaging 72.2 points per tournament, and he's $7,000. So we look for value. Robert Streb is a guy that's played on the PGA Tour. He got his mojo back, and now he's starting to play again. So my team again, Emiliano Grillo, Joaquin Neiman, Sam Ryder's on the storm, Cam Davis, and what about Streb Pickles? Yeah, he's on the lineup too. Oh, yeah, and I forgot one guy, a Mexican in Mexico, Abraham, I have the answer. His name's Abraham. <laughs> Gabe has questions. I have answers. Look at this, Morenzi. Fourth at the Shriners Hospital, fifth at the CIMBC. This guy's been doing great. 114 points in his last tournament, 128 and a half. We talk about birdies. You need guys who are going to birdie holes too. 24 birdies in the last tournament, 24 birdies back at the CIMB. This guy's been great. Abraham, I have the answer. When Gabe has questions, we're going to round out the team right there. So answer, Davis, Grio, Neiman, Sam Ryder's on the storm, and Robert, Gabe doesn't like Streb Pickles with his grilled cheese sandwich. Nice stuff. Hold the pickles. Yeah, that's just the start. You got Hold a billion lineups. Pickles. You got more. 
I do have more, Gabe. I do have more. Now we're going to go to the European tour. I'm going to give you one. I'm going to catch my breath here, and we're going to go back to Europe. And uh, what, 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 what do we right, say? That you I'll call it the you. Ned Flanders? Yeah, what it was, Ned, Ned Blank. Ned, Ned Bank. Yeah. Hey, where are you going? Hey, Ned Bank, Ned Some Bank. Some big guys okay, out no, here, I, though. I'll, Rory McIlroy's the uh, favorite at 7 Oh, I know. Sergio Garcia is the co-favorite, 9-1. to one. Hoatang nope. Lee, 14 to 1. Yeah. Louis Ulsen. That's the guy who I had last week. Yeah, Hoatang yep. Lee. Remember Hoatang Lee? Cost me the playoff. The guy blew a four shot lead, but Louis I'm not going back to Hoatang Lee. Brendan I, Grace I almost is 16 took him. to 1. I don't know. This ding, guy. ding, 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 ding. Lucas uh, Bergergaard. Oh, Bergergaard. Oh, yeah. He's one of the hottest players. He's on my DraftKings team, Gabe. Who's this guy? He's, he's a there. What, European guy? Bergergaard? Who's this guy? Yeah, he's, he's, a, uh, he's from Denmark. Dirty Denmark, yeah, he's one of the, actually one of the hotter players in Europe. People don't know him. He's, on he's the actually European like a top right? four. Oh yeah, he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team next time too. The way this guy's playing, so I'll give you my uh, uh, team for the Ned Flanders Bank in South Africa here. And Gabe mentioned it. I'm going to put some South Africans on my team because they always play well I guess in this Ned tournament. Bank is it's a Netherlands pride Bank. thing. It must mean Netherlands. Is that what Ned Bank is? Yeah, Ned, I don't know. I'm Ned assuming Bank, so. Ned Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Netherlands Bank, yeah, yeah. NED, right? Yeah, Ned Netherlands Bank. National Bank, yeah. Ned Bank. You know. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Anyway, I don't. Yeah, I'll go find out where Ned Bank is. But uh, we're going to start off with Brendan Grace at ten thousand three hundred, buddy. Hey, T five at the PGA Championship. He's ten thousand three hundred dollars. I saw. I decided to avoid Rory McIlroy. He's too expensive. And does he really win? Yeah, sure. He might finish top ten or whatever, and he could win this week. But I'm not paying the money. I'm not paying twelve thousand dollars for Rory McIlroy and Sergio Garcia. I'd actually almost rather have him. Toa Tung Lee is 10800 but, you know, he kind of let me down last week. I expect good things, but I'm not going to bet him. Gabe mentioned my other pick, Lucas Beregard. People don't know this guy. He's actually the hottest player on the European Tour. This guy's been on fire. Second at the European Masters, sixth in the Maiden Denmark Tournament. The guy also has seven top tens. He's been amazing this year. So he's a guy that nobody really knows about. If you watch a lot of golf in the European Tour, which I do early in the morning, I'll tell you that this guy is very, very close to becoming an upper echelon guy. He's $8,900. Now we're going to go with Tom Lewis, another really hot player. I'm riding guys that are on hot streaks right now, Gabe. He won his last event at the Portugal Masters, and he finished sixth at the Czech Masters. People don't know about Tom Lewis, but he's amazing. Also, two top tens, a win. This guy is right under the radar from England. I know all the other guys, Rory McIlroy from Ireland, and the other guys get the press. Tom Lewis is actually the hottest player from that part of the world right now. He's $9,100, getting him at a good price. Now we're going to go with the rest of the team, rounding out the South Africans. Eric Van Ruin is a guy that I've taken before, but you know what? At $7,600, I really like his current form. Fifth and made in Denmark, 11th at the KLM Open, and 22 at the WGC HSBC, which is some of the best players in the world in fields. He gets you a lot of birdies, five top tens on the card. He's $7,400. Now Gabe has taken this guy before, Brendan Stone. Watch out for Brendan Stone, guys. He's South African. He's a good young kid. He won the Scottish Open. He's $7,200 because he's not in the best form now. Other since that win, he finished 46th and 69th, but watch out for him. He's also very streaky, and he has a lot of birdies. I told you about the win, and he's 7200 bucks. That's nice and cheap. And rounding out the form, we got Darren Fickard, another South African golfer. Very, very steady. Eighth at the European Masters. 40th in Scotland. He does a lot of good things. He's made 15 to 20 cuts this year with four top tens. And at $6,800 out of the guys at the bottom, I really like him to finish a great chance to finish top 10 in 20 games. So here's my team. Brendan Grace, the South African. Lucas Beregard, the Danish player. Tommy Lewis. Eric Van Ruin. 
Brandon Stone and Darren Fickard. You said it. There's a few good names in this tournament. McElroy, Garcia, Hoatung Lee, Shane Lowry, Louis Oosthuizen, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Schwartzel. So the European Tour, a lot of these guys are skipping this event in Mexico to focus in, try to win some money in South Africa at the Ned Bank. The Ned Bank. What are you betting on these golf tournaments? You went through your, your DFS. What are you going to be betting? I'm betting, oh, you, okay, I'll give you the six-pack now. I was going to stick them for the end of the show. We'll repeat them. But in the PGA Tour game, I'm going with Tony Finau at 14-1. to 1. This guy's just top three, top four every week. You just can't get a damn win, Tony Finau. 14-1. to 1. one of these weeks it's going to come. And in Mexico, I think he has a good chance. Gary Woodland, I go back to him. He's consistently a top 10 player as well, 20-1. to 1. We're going to go with Abraham. Gabe's got question. I got answers at 35-1. to 1. Mexican player, home game for him at Mayacoba in the Mayan Riviera. I think he He'll do really well on this track. Joaquin Neiman, 45 to 1, the kid from Chile. Gotta go with my boy Sam Ryder at 50 to 1, who's absolutely on fire. Top fives all the time, almost winning. And my bomb this week is Richie Wierenski at 125 to 1. In Europe, I went with Louis Oosthuizen as my pick at 15 to 1. Brendan Grace at 18 to 1. Tommy Lewis at 35 to 1. Julian Suri, 45 to 1. Eric Van Ruin at 60. And Brendan Stone is my bomb. At 115 to 1, Gabe. Those are the six packs from the PGA and from Europe. A lot of golf picks right there. You're telling me. I usually going to go this week because I got a lot of things going on with football, but I usually put, I used to put like 20 bucks on a guy. I'm going to go five and 10 bucks on these guys. Hopefully I can uh, clip one of these winners and uh, win some extra money and have a bankroll. But you, you never know what's going to happen on Football Sunday, but uh, we'll see. Good luck to everybody with the picks. Uh, tonight in the NHL, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Washington Capitals. Capitals minus 125. The total is 6.5. Nashville Predators are in Denver. Nashville minus 130. Avalanche plus 110. Total is 6. Uh, Calgary Flames and the Ducks. Was it last night the Ducks lost to the Kings? Uh, they sure did, Gabe. 4-4-1 yeah. to four to one for the Kings. Getting it done for the new coach. Flames are favored so, on yeah. the road here. Minus 145. I like the Flames favorites. tonight. Flames are a good team. They're actually playing really good hockey, and uh, I know I kind of looked at that too, and I go, there's a reason why they're favored, and I will be betting on uh, the Flames tonight, give you all the, the picks that are best bets at, at, before the end of the show, but I lean Flames big time in that game. Always um, always a spirited battle when the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington Capitals uh, play. Um, if you know, you look Very at, true. Pittsburgh Penguins are a weird team, man. They're 4-0, 4-0-2, 4-0-0-2. Uh, I hate hockey standings. Um, on, know. on the road uh, this year, but they've been struggling at home. And uh, you talked about uh, Washington, but Washington has been playing good hockey at home, Cam. They've been struggling a bit on the road, but the Capitals have played well at home. They have been playing well at home. It's a game that I look long and hard at, Gabe, and I'll tell you something. I really don't like totals of six and a half, but when Washington and Pittsburgh get together, it just turns into pond hockey. There's a lot of penalties, a lot of power plays, you know, very little defense in the game. And I'll tell you one thing, Pittsburgh's goalies are not playing very well right now. Murray's letting in a lot. So I'm telling you, and they're going to be hungry too. The Pittsburgh Penguins are coming off that 5-1 to one embarrassing loss to the New Jersey Devils who just beat, who lost to Ottawa last night. Pittsburgh's not playing great hockey, but something happens when Pittsburgh sees Washington. These teams don't like each other. They always play each other tight. They don't play much defense. So I think it's a great game to stack. Like if you're looking for a stack, I'd go definitely in this game because I see goals goals I see like a six to five type of hockey game here it's going to be like an old school 1980s hockey game with not a lot of defense so 
that's kind of what I'm looking at in DFS. And I got to tell you something, Renzi. I kind of lean Pittsburgh tonight. I'm going to take them to, to rebound. They're too talented to keep on losing games. I think this might be a good spot. Last time they played, it was 7-6, so you're on to something there. Yep. But before that, it was 2-1, then it was 6-3, 3-1, 4 They've alternated high-scoring games. They've gone back and forth. Uh, goaltending uh, situation tonight, Holpe. Holpe goes for um, for Washington, yet um, Murray's out tonight. Yeah, so they're playing uh, DeSmith? Yeah, DeSmith. Uh, Casey Kay- DeSmith. Casey DeSmith. Yeah. yeah, Casey DeSmith. He's actually playing a lot better than Murray, so... That makes sense. I still like the over in the game. I know it's six and a half, but I'm going to pull the trigger with the over. And I got to tell you, I think Pittsburgh actually shows up tonight and bounce back. Should be a real good game. My, Very good. Hockey. My preseason prediction uh, to win the Stanley Cup: the Nashville Predators. I basically just take the Preds every year. And I wonder about their goaltending actually, but I think you know the Predators' window is going to close in a couple of years. They're they're really good. You know, home ice advantage will help them. You know, maybe they'll address the goaltending situation or, you know, they just basically they get good goaltending uh, from, from the kid. Uh, but they're 11-3 and three on the season, man. These guys have been uh, pretty good moneymakers. 6-0 and oh on the road, Cam, Nashville Predators. Yeah, it's actually funny, Gabe. I'm uh, going the other way in that game tonight. I'm, I really like Colorado. Nashville has been good. I think Colorado at home also a revenge spot from a team that knocked them out of the playoffs. Colorado actually beat them a couple games and looked good doing it. I think this is a spot where Nashville kind of puts on the brakes. And uh, the Avalanche are plus 110. I like uh, Colorado to get it done against your Nashville Predators tonight. I know Nashville's amazing, but I think Colorado at home is a, a big game for them. And I expect the Avalanche to show up big night for hopefully Nathan McKinnon because he's in my uh, DraftKings lineup as well. Now you mentioned the Calgary Flames. You like uh, you like the Flames here tonight on the road, huh? Sean Monaghan has yeah, been, uh, been uh, killing it, man, as of late. He's got two points in each of his last uh, four games. Six-game point streak for Monaghan. Yeah, Monaghan's been great. Uh, a lot of the guys on Calgary have been fantastic. Great call by you. Like, Monaghan's really getting it done on DK, $6,500. I didn't put him in the lineup because I have a stack. Oh, my God, you said it, Marenzi. I didn't know it was this good. The guy has four straight games of two points. It's, it's yeah. nuts. This guy is lighting it up right now. Foley, too. Michael Foley's been uh, really oh, yeah. hot, too. Michael Froelich's a real streaky guy. and Yeah, he's on a real hot streak. That's why I like Calgary from a betting from a betting perspective, I didn't uh, put them in the DraftKings because I think that might be a lower scoring game tonight. I think Anaheim, for any chance for them having to win, they're going to have to play kind of a trap against Calgary because Calgary is pretty explosive. So I, I like more goals in the Pittsburgh-Washington game. So that was like my stack. I got Pittsburgh and Washington players in with a sprinkle of Colorado. But I do, I like where you're going. I love Calgary tonight. I know you'll look at the game and go, wow, I'm getting Anaheim at, you know, plus 110 or 115 at home game. They look like an older team. They had to, it, it's like their window of opportunities kind of like gone. I don't oh, yeah. believe in the Ducks anymore. And uh, other than Ricard Raquel, like they look at the guys they have in their team, like Kessler and a lot of guys really long at the tooth. And they've been in a lot of playoff battles as well. Remember Anaheim used to get go pretty deep, and they look they look the rage right now. I think Calgary is younger, faster, stronger, and they go in there and uh, you know beat the Ducks tonight. I only got to lay uh, thirty cents. I'm on the Flames. Uh, something interesting for you in-game betters, actually, like if the Flames are ever tied or you're you're, you're monitoring things. Calgary Flames, um, they lead the uh, the National Hockey League in third period goals. They've scored 28 goals nice. in the third period. So it goes to show their conditioning's pretty good. You know, they, they're they're a well-coached team, etc. But, you know, it's just yep. something to know that, all right, if you're watching a Flames game and they're tied going into the third period or, 
you know, you're betting an in-game total. Just remember that, that uh, Calgary have scored more goals in a third period than anybody in the NHL, 28 times. Yep. You said it, man. They're young. They're hungry. They wear down teams. They play a very aggressive style, and it's working for them, man. I think the Flames are actually a team you really have to be uh, worried about. They're one of those teams that kind of, like, they people don't really respect them, and they should because they're getting better all the time. Lots of speed, too. All right, we hit the DFS. We'll get back to the best bets. We'll tie up any loose ends we have as far as the stories out there are concerned. Great football game tomorrow night. Look forward to breaking that one down. Oh, Floyd Mayweather says he was misled. That fight's already off in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Canceled. Game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Rory McIlroy sold his waterfront mansion near uh, Palm Beach Gardens for $11.5 million earlier today. Woo! Nice. Hot real estate. Not bad. And, That's uh, yeah, a lot of money. You know what? He uh, he paid $9.5 million for it, so he made $2 million. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you're rich, right? You flip properties. Expensive ones. Yeah, not, not a bad take back. Nice place. Unbelievable. You know yeah. you, you know who he bought the place from? No. Ernie Els. <laughs> Big Ern. And and Big Ernie and they're saying that Ernie while. Ernie lives down the street with him with his wife Erica. Um Yeah. Yeah, I guess Ernie <laughs> needs some money, right? Like he's unloading the properties probably. Uh I wonder, like, when you buy a house from Ernie Els, if he, like, hits you over the head with a golf club or something when he's giving you a tour of the house. This is the garage. Bang! <laughs> hey, you Rory, know, he check just, out yeah, the game room. You. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He, puts a, he, throw, he throws pool balls at you. Yeah, for people Duck. wondering what we're talking about, uh, Ernie Els, a psychopath who uh, attacked. What's the, who was the guy, Steve Marino? Steve Marino, yeah. Yeah, Steve Marino. Steve Marino. Steve Marino got, like, assaulted by Ernie Els, like, unknowingly. Uh, on a on plane. his plane. Yeah, on his private plane. It's a crazy story. Like, if you guys you don't know if he's tuning in, we'll tell it quickly, actually. But it's so stupid that uh, the Steve Marino guy was sitting in a hotel bar minding his own business. And Ernie Els comes in, sits down next to him. And Ernie Els, they start drinking. And Ernie Els says to him, what do you do for a living? And Steve Marino goes, I'm on the PGA Tour. I finished higher on the scoreboard than you did today. And he goes, that's great, really. You're a golfer. And he goes, uh, well, hey, uh, did you get your ticket back home yet? Marino goes, no, no, I didn't, because golfers have to book their own, you know, their own airfare, et cetera. They're not part of the team. So Ernie Els told him, listen, uh, I have my own jet. I'm going back to Florida. Why don't you just hop a ride with me, and you don't have to pay me anything. You'll save money. So Steve Marino's like, this is great. He's like, Ernie L's a great guy. I'm drinking with him in a bar. and He's like, yeah, yeah, after the tournament on Sunday night, we'll hook up and we'll have some drinks and uh, we'll fly back to Florida. 
So he Marino's actually so excited, he's actually telling his buddies and stuff, hey, I'm hanging out with Ernie Els and cool dude, I'm going to go on his private jet. So the next day, Ernie Els, man of his word, says, yeah, welcome, yeah, let's go. They start flying back to Florida, they have a couple of drinks, and then out of the blue, Ernie Els just punches Steve Marino in the face. <laughs> and he goes, now we fight. <laughs> and he basically, like, Marino had to fight him off of him. And if you recall... Oh, yeah, we're leaving out the part that Marino was sleeping. Remember, and he woke up, and Ernie Ellis oh, was yeah, like hovering right. over him? Yeah, he didn't just beat him up. He's like, he's staring at him while the guy's having a nap. Yeah, the pilots Creepy. had to intervene, and the pilot had to say, Ernie, we're going to land a plane if you don't chill out. And they basically told Marino, sorry, Ernie does this a lot. And then when they landed, they landed the plane, Ernie got off and said, man, what a great time. Huh? Okay, see, you, see you around, Steve. And, like, he assaulted, like, you know, I think he assaulted him in his sleep, too. Like, Ernie Ells is a psychopath. But it's crazy because his name is the Big Easy. And like you said, Cam, he does a lot for charity and kids and stuff, too, doesn't he? Yes, his kid has, uh, he does a huge, huge campaign for uh, awareness of autism. His kid has autism, and he's con- considered, like, before I heard that story, like, one of the nicest guys, I guess. I guess when he drinks, he just likes to, like, have a fight club type of situation going on. But maybe he's, like, Jekyll and Hyde after the booze. But, yeah, you what hear you good expect? things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best thing about it is we're not just saying this. Like, else, like somebody brought it up to him, too. He was talking on, like, a podcast, and the guy goes, is that story with, like, you and yeah, he made it no true? And he's like, yes, yes, it is true. He like, said, yeah, no. He goes, yeah, we were just, you know, horsing around. We had a good time. But the thing is, he wasn't horsing around. He attacked him. Like, he, he wasn't horsing around. Yeah, I don't even know. It's dangerous for us to be talking about it. Ernie L is going to be waiting for me outside yeah. the studio, probably. <laughs> yeah, who's that guy in New York? Nah, exactly. Where's, where's the golf? I'm, you know, I don't even know for a fact, but I'm as a betting man, I'd guess that the golf network or golf channel is based out of Orlando, Florida. Yes, you are absolutely correct. It buddy. is. Yeah, uh, like the, isn't that you're, the, you're, the you're, you're, Yeah, you're. you're you're nowhere near the big urn. He'll, 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 he, the only time you'd ever see him, he comes up to a tournament in New York. Uh, it's, and it's definitely not this time of the year. All, all the events are uh, down south, so you got no worries. Speaking of worries, I'm not, I'm not worried. But uh, we've sent a text to uh, both Corey and Riggs, who are en route to the, uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook, who should already be there right now. And yeah. I just want to confirm that the plays are getting in. As... Um, also, I sent you an email, uh, actually, a little football email. Uh, yeah, I, I, t- I took care of it. Done. Let's see, Done. If we can, uh, let's see if we can swing this over and, uh, and double it, a little match in here tonight. I'm probably not going to go 4-0 in the Mac, though. Yeah, never know. It's possible. Very possible. Great start to the, the basketball the other night. Hey, who, who knows? Anything can happen. Buddy. I don't like, you know, giving people, like, and tell them, oh, you got to put the pick in, but... Our boy Riggs has a winning ticket of mine. So I told him, you're at the casino, you're at the sport book, you've got a winning ticket already, just take the winning ticket that I have and lay it over on these games. But I haven't yes. gotten the, uh, the confirmation text back yet. And then conversely, I sent a secondary text to Corey, who I know is there, and I told Corey, and I know Corey's got some paper in his pocket, I told him, put 100 on the T-Wolves plus the points. No response from either. This will have to be dealt no with response. after the show, Cam. Well, the thing is, I got to tell you one thing for the, that, that Ohio and Miami of Ohio game, it's 7 Eastern, and these guys don't dick around. There's no 7 08. Like, that's the one no, that no, has that to get in. No, that game's going to be up to more than 12 minutes. 
That's that's what I'm talking about. So you tell them Toledo, Northern Illinois is at eight. But if you're no, going to do play, anything I at play the window, the football, I played the football offshore, and I'm playing the NBA at FanDuel right now. Oh, okay, I see. So you don't have to worry about the O'Hawk because I already, uh, it's all done. It's in for 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 the football. Yeah, it's like they say, the other if games, you want stuff, you got to handle. You do it yourself. Tomorrow, I'm going to go over to the book myself in the afternoon tomorrow. I've been, okay. I, haven't, I haven't had as much, uh, you know, opportunities to get out there, but. I'm going to get out there tomorrow afternoon. Big, big game tomorrow night with the Panthers and the Steelers camp. A lot of bets going to have to get in on that game. Yeah, and actually a college game tomorrow. It's like even though NC State's favored by 17, 17 and a half, it is NC State, Wake Forest. Probably, you know, it's not the worst game there. NC State's ranked 14th. They're laying a lot of points. Total 69 in that game. Big night on the ice and uh, four NBA games too. Yeah, like that's the thing. Those Thursday Thursday nights are a good gambling night. A lot, lot of action on the board. You said it. That Carolina-Pittsburgh game is going to be epic. Leading into the weekend with some good NFL this weekend too. True, exactly, and I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I like where you're going. Like, I think we were on something with Lou. I think the Lions are one of those games that's it's interesting. You know, seven points. Uh, it's a disrespect. I know they've looked horrible against Seattle, and Minnesota beat them down, but I think it's a really good spot. I wouldn't be comfortable laying uh, seven with the Bears, so, yeah, the Lions will be on the card. So looking at our plays for tonight, let's start off with this Oklahoma City Thunder game. The Cleveland Cavaliers are a total mess, right? They're a disaster. It's a freaking train wreck. Um, you know, half the guys want to get traded. The other guy, the other half of the team are kids. It's you know, it's really a, a dysfunctional situation that's going on right now. Now, obviously, this would be a better pick if Russell Westbrook uh, was playing, but Westbrook is not. Yet, I'm confident that Schroeder and Paul George and company can still win the first half by three points. So, give me the Oklahoma City Thunder minus three in the first half. We talked earlier about the uh, the Spurs. The Spurs are an over team this year, guys, and so are Miami. Miami have uh, given up, you know, it was 123 or more in three straight games, but they won the other night. I think it was 120 to 115. The total was 219. They got to 235. Here, similar situation. We have another total of 215. I think the Spurs and the Heat can get there. It's 215 and a half right now. I think it can get there. Uh, the Bulls and the Pelicans. Cam brought this game up earlier. You know, the Pelicans average 120 points a game uh, right now, and they even score a little bit more when they're at home. I think they put up 123, actually, when they play at home. It's it's These numbers sound crazy, but Cam mentioned it when he said he thinks the Pelicans could put up like 138 or something like that tonight. I think it's a little excessive, but not really. I mean, the total the total's 228. Would it surprise you guys if the Pelicans won this game 128 to 111? You know, and that sails over the number of 228. Chicago can score a little bit as well, and the Pelicans don't play defense. So we're going to pull the trigger on the over to, of the Bulls and the Pelicans uh, game. Uh, the T-Wolves are plus six right now, five and a half, six against the Lakers. Lakers are three and seven against the spread guys, all right? They've, they've played ten games. They've covered three of them. They cover 30% of the time. Now you want to lay six points? I get it. The Timberwolves are dysfunctional. But this is a perception versus reality deal here in which the number is skewed because LeBron James plays for one team. And the number is skewed because every time you log on to ESPN or you turn on a TV sports network, including a fantasy sports network, you have a jackass like me talking about Jimmy Butler. But the fact is you still have Wiggins. You still have Carl Anthony Towns. You still have Derrick Rose. They're just better than the Lakers are. Even though the T-Wolves are a bunch of gutless, dysfunctional punks, they're better than the Lakers are. You're getting six points, Ken. I, you know, the only thing is that the T-Wolves are dysfunctional. 
So that, that's a concern there. But the Lakers are worse. Uh, they're just not a very good team, the Lakers. And they shouldn't be six-point favorites. Um, the Ohio Bobcats, it's, uh, it's down to four and a half. I want to buy it to four. Down to four and a half. I like it better at four just because I hate that half-point crap. Um, I think the game goes over the 59, 59 and a half. What do we get it at, Cam? 59 and a half? That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I th- let, me go to, let me go to your site, uh, Open Bets. D-D-D-D-D. Yeah, no, I, I'm all, I think I got we got it at four and a half, too. I didn't, I didn't need any instructions about buying a half point. So if it fi- figures on five, it's, uh, I'm not going to be a happy guy there. But, no, uh, I'll live with it. Let's see what we, let's see what we got here. what's Toledo show, get? Three show. and a half now only? They're, they're coming down. The, the, the yeah, that we like yeah. Down. so, so you, you have uh, Ohio at minus four and a half. <laughs> you have Toledo at plus three and a half. Oh, this is screwed you have to happen. You have over 59 in um, Ohio, Miami of Ohio, and the other one is, what's the other one there? What do you got? Toledo, da, 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 da. 54. Yeah, and the other one, yeah, and over 54 in Toledo. That is exactly correct. So those 54. are our picks. The Oklahoma City Thunder minus three in the first half, and I did like an idiot. I just realized I didn't say uh, first half in, uh, in my posting. So uh, Thunder minus three in the first half. Spurs heat over 215. Bulls, Pelicans, over 228. T-Wolves, plus six. College football, Ohio, minus the points. Um, Ohio and Miami, over 59. Toledo, plus the points. Toledo, Northern Illinois, over 54. NHL hockey, I sit on the bench and take the night off. Big card tomorrow, though. Big card tomorrow. I'll quickly give you my hockey lineup, Gabe, because you know I could race through it. For everyone playing the DFS, uh, Ryan O'Reilly had a hat trick for the Blues last night, so hopefully you guys played him in your DFS lineup. A huge night for Ryan O'Reilly. Tonight we're going with an all-star lineup as well. We have Nathan McKinnon as my center for $7,500 from Colorado. Malkin of Pittsburgh for $6,900. Pittsburgh to get back on track. We have Gensel from Pittsburgh at $5,200. Phil Kessel at 6,300 on the wing. T.J. Oshie from the Washington Capitals at the 5,500. Defenseman, underrated Ian Cole, having a great, great year for Colorado, 4,200 bucks. Kempney's a steal at $3,200 for the Caps. Simeon Barlamov is my goaltender at $7,500. And utility, Colin Wilson of the Avalanche. Let's hope we have a, a good day in DFS. And my betting picks tonight on the ice, we are taking the Pittsburgh Penguins, Washington Capitals over. Keep climbing. Six and a half. We're going to take Pittsburgh, Washington over. We're taking the Pittsburgh Penguins at plus 110. We are taking the Colorado Avalanche at home against Nashville. Tough game, but I like them. Plus 110. And we're laying 40 cents. That line's gone up. I don't like it. Calgary minus 140 against the Anaheim Ducks who played last night and got beat down by the Kings. Hopefully they're really tired. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, tomorrow, hopefully we'll get Whale Capper on the show if he's not monitoring any earthquakes yeah. or anything like that. That's a good thing. Yeah, his job. You never know with this guy, with the atmosphere and the world and stuff. Yeah, you said it, Marenzi. What a job. And the, and the best is how he says, my job, uh, you know, tailing earthquakes and stuff actually helps me handicapping, basically predictions and looking at trends and numbers and, plus and it's, stuff. It's, wild. it's nice, though, he's joining us on the same night Carolina's playing because Carolina's 6-2. Yeah, he owes you. He, he owes you. Yeah, I a figure. Nickel, yeah. I figure. Yeah, tomorrow it's time. I just give my PayPal email address. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Should uh, I do? I know. Should, actually, we, nah, should, we, should nah. we get cocky and like do like that? Like that? No. Pro swap? 
Say, listen, you, you should do it. You send us three fifty right now. <laughs> send us a nickel. It's a good bit. It's a really good bit, but I don't want to jinx your bet with them. But you should do it on the show tomorrow. Say, hey, come on, Well Capper. Just here's here's my information. You know, you can send a little right now, or you can send the whole thing. See what he says. Yeah, Well Capper's a good sport. He'll he'll do nah, it. No, I'll tell him. Listen, send four hundred now, or even. But uh, no, I'm going to let this ride out. I want to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait yeah, until they, exactly. they get to get to nine officially, Cam. Like E.F. Hutton, we're going to yeah. earn our money the old-fashioned way. We earned it. Yeah. And I like Whale Capper and all, but it was a $500 bet. There's no need to say it's 400 Just let it ride at 9 and take take the nickel. He's a good man. He's an honorable guy, and, you know, he'll pay he'll pay the debt. He, he's got a good job, too. You don't have to feel guilty about taking money. Guy's probably making a couple hundred thousand a year as a, you know, a, what was he, a surveyor of earthquakes? i got to believe yeah, that's he's a, a high surveyor, paying, surveyor uh, of earthquakes. Yeah, well, how much do you think? Like, that sounds like a job where you make probably very good money at, Gabe. <laughs> so, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I kind of, I, oh, yeah, NBA, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of, I won't bet against the Raptors. But, guys, if you don't mind betting against the Raptors, it might be a good spot for Sacramento at plus nine tonight. And I told you I like Memphis at plus three. Those are the two games in the NBA that I'm looking at, too, Marenzi. I can't believe this. I'm just realizing our boy Riggs put it in a parlay, my place. I didn't want it in a parlay. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what did you say? Parlay? No, no, I did not say parlay. No, that's the thing. That's why I, I take care of your business on the accounts. Uh, no, no. Unless no, you say I, parlay I, in the email, it, everything should be straight. It doesn't say teaser. No. It doesn't say parlay. It says straight bet. <laughs> wow, Riggs. <laughs> He's the, what did he parlay? Uh, everything? Is it a four bagger or what is shit, it? Shit, man. No, I got the Oklahoma City minus three and a half in the first half. The over. Tell him to void it. Tell him to void it. Tell him to void it. It's too bad. It's a hundred eighty-seven dollar parlay. What's it pay? One thousand three hundred dollars. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. That's amazing. I can't believe it. No, just, no, the game's going off at 7 o'clock. Tell him to avoid. He's got two minutes to hit the window. Void, void, void. I've done it before. I don't know. Let's get uh, a win. Know. It's getting kind of close, though. Yeah, you can't. Actually, Son of a one of bitch. I should have been clear. Yeah, like I didn't. Tell him next and time. And I got a bad I number. I got a bad number at three and a half, too. Oh, this is just great. Yeah, that's why you got to do. You said it. You got to take care of things yourself, buddy. He said he played the same right, thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I played the same ticket. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Hope you win. No, I wanted. Yeah, I meant. I should have specified. Yeah, I sent three picks. I said play these three picks. Like, yeah, I sort of meant. I should have specifically said with the money, take the hundred eighty-seven dollars. Yeah, I wanted like sixty dollars a game. I had $187, so it was like three games, $62 a bet or whatever. See, he assumed that he parlayed it because you didn't say that. So next time you got to go $60 each or whatever in the email to him, right? It's an honest mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, hopefully it wins. That would be great. Then he's doing you real solid. He just responded via text. <laughs> Dude, let's hit this. Uh-oh. I'm going to drop off all the cash after tonight, too. <laughs> <laughs>